absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome. <laughs> I, I mean, if you want to do it, be my guest. <laughs> I don't remember exactly what you say. Oh, okay. It's uh, it's ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, non-binaries of all ages. Welcome to the show. If you're here to learn character creation, you're in the wrong place because we're doing cat creation. This is how to make a literal cat in your favorite RPG. There it is. That was So if you want to do a take of it now, then <laughs> Okay. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, non-binaries of all ages, welcome to how to <laughs> I fucked it up. <laughs> you got farther. I did get farther. Welcome to how to Do you forget the name of the show? <laughs> it's not the same as it as it is on the dock. No. <laughs> also, you forgot uh <laughs> <laughs> forgot to here. <laughs> yeah uh for reference everyone the document uh title is um how many rules do i have to break to play a literal cat in your rpg and then the actual like header at the top of the document just said how play a literal cat in your favorite rpg <laughs> it's been like that for who knows how long I... and we've only now noticed I'm going to be honest, I never pay attention to the header. We don't need it. <laughs> I was like, ah, that's just the show's name. Anyway, uh, I'm Joel, <laughs> by the way. I'm Austin. I'm an idiot. <laughs> welcome welcome to How to Make a Literal Cat in Your Favorite RPG. Do you mean How Play a Literal yeah, Cat Yeah, welcome to how, how Play. How Play a Literal Cat. Please tell me, Joel. How Play Literal Cat? Uh, it's... Well, I would say easy, but usually it it's it takes the same amount of effort as other character creation, but we also have to spend extra time thinking about how do we how do we make a cat work by paying them a fair wage? I don't know if a cat would work no matter how much you paid it, but that is that is fair. I mean, hypothetically, if a cat was willing to work for pay, we've made cats that work for money. Is that true? It's like their primary goal is to earn money. See, we've had the horse-drawn carriage cat that turned to a life of crime because it paid better. Mm -hmm. We had the cat that worked for the mob because they pay uh, we well that, enough. We had that mailman cat or mailwoman. Yeah, the one that works for the mob. Yeah. Then we had the one that had the DoorDash from Monster Hunter app installed on its phone. We had that corporate exec that keeps coming back. Yeah. Wait, is Peter a corporate exec at this point? I, I think they were just... Consultant, I guess, would be their title. They were kind of a consultant slash celebrity. Yeah. They were a celebrity consultant who people let into the lab. Luck will, luck will get you far in life. Yeah. It was luck that invented the cat gun. Hey, I mean, it was kind of luck that invented the cat gun, though. It really was. <laughs> Anyway, go listen to episode 8 for more context. Then come back here right away. Like, right away. Yeah, immediately after. you, it, Once you start listening to one of our episodes, you have to finish it. it trust me. You don't want to know the consequences. Yeah, they're, they're not pretty. But enough about not listening to, sh to the show. Let's talk about what we're doing on the show today. Wait, wait, it's still going? Y yeah. No, 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 not the show. I know the show is still going. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> No, so I was looking it up because we are doing Fist, the the tabletop RPG where you play as paranormal investigator mercenary type people. Yes. So like, well, I already had a copy of this game, probably from one of the many charity bundles that we picked up on Itch. That's where a lot of the more random, obscure games that we've we've pulled have come from. But Fist is what we're looking at this week. And uh, the reason it stuck out to me is because there is an ongoing Kickstarter. I thought the Kickstarter had just concluded. Apparently, it actually just began. It might even... No, I was about to say it might be still going when this episode comes out, but I'm looking at the timeline, and there is absolutely no way that's true. But it ends in 23 days, which means that it has definitely not ended yet. <laughs> but it'll be topical... When this episode comes out. <laughs> Absolutely it will. And if you didn't know about Fist, well, guess what? You just missed your chance to help fund a 
RPG box set for it. <laughs> Dang, gotta hate missing out on those opportunities. But yes. Yeah, this game was made by Claymore, is the name of the group that created this game. Sorry, I thought you said Playmore. It is Claymore. It is Claymore. Fist by Claymore. Almost sounds like a song by a band, but it's an RPG by a game design company instead. Nice. So anyway, before we uh, get into the process of making a cat in Fist, we are, in fact, going to need to make a few, or not make, but explain our process to you. We have some rules to follow to ensure that we stay on track. Rule number one of these is we accept no cop-outs. We're making a cat. It's the exact animal that comes to mind when I say the word. No anthropomorphic races. No people turned into cat. No lions, tigers, bears. Bears aren't aren't felines. Or any other cop-out you can imagine. Absolutely not. Also, bears aren't felines, but we're definitely not making any of those either. Rule number two is we cannot use homebrew slash house rules. If the rules in the rule book don't let something happen, we count it as a rule broken. Rules is written versus rules is intended. If that ever comes up, we go with whichever one tells us no. Yep. Rule number three is if the game includes stats for a literal cat, which I don't think this one does because it's... I'm pretty sure it's a Lumen game, which means it's the exact same system that powered uh, This World Summons Too Many Heroes, which also did not have, like, a cat stat block. Mm. So this one this one also does not. So we're going to have to... This isn't really relevant here. But if the game did include stats for a literal cat, we must use or adapt those to the game's character sheet. Rule number four. Rule number four is the character, class, background, playbook, job, what have you. Uh, must exist in the game's core rules or as part of an official expansion. Now, since this game is just finishing a Kickstarter for, I think you said a box set, is there official expansions? And if there is, I guess we're not. This is technically the expanded edition. Oh, okay. So we're we're looking at Fist Ultra Fist Ultra edition right now. We have some extra toys in the sandbox, if you will. Hypothetically. Hypothetically. But to finish off rule four, we cannot use homebrew classes. Yet again, it does not exist. Yep. We do not believe in homebrew in this house. Let's see. Number five, the cat can learn any skill available to its class, even if it's not something a cat could normally be trained to do, which is good because I've not seen that many cat mercenaries. That's because they're doing their jobs correctly. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that would be a cat assassin, maybe, or a ninja. Either way. Yeah, cat ninjas. You've never seen a cat ninja because they're too good. Exactly. And if you do see a cat ninja, tell them they suck. Yeah, tell it to their face, and they definitely won't kill you for it. They won't be able to. They're no good at being a ninja. That's true. Rule number six, speaking of cats being ninjas, if a tool would be physically impossible for a literal cat to use, you would think a sword, but shown in the past, that's not entirely impossible. Even if comically downsized, even if the tool is comically downsized for them, they cannot use it. This would be your, I don't know, I've used so many examples in the past, and the more and more we do this, the less I think I can come up with for things that a cat can't use, because we've justified so many that I thought previously (laughs) impossible. Well, part of our justification is saying this was specifically modified for a cat, but... That's true. So something not specifically modified for a cat would be, like, car. I don't think a cat could drive a normal car. Egg beaters. Egg beaters. Oh my gosh. Hand your cat Hand your cat an air fryer? <laughs> I don't think they could. <clears throat> Do you think cats are the type of people who would own air fryers if they were people? Absolutely. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. They would absolutely. They'd be the dude you see at work in, like, a... A turtleneck every day. Yeah. Walks around with that specific, specific abnormally long stride, if that makes sense. (laughs) It does. Anyway, rule number seven is, if a character sheet has a section that is meant to be filled out in collaboration with the whole table, we leave it blank so potential players can make this character fit the group they're playing with. 
So, if you are ever actually going to run a game of Fist, and if anything in this character sheet needs to be filled out in collaboration with the rest of your group, we're not going to fill that in for you so that you can use it with any party, hypothetically. Yeah, gotta make sure you can always have fun with your friends while playing as just a cat. Yeah. Um, but our f- eighth and final rule is we have to keep track of every rule that we break during character creation. So if it's implied that we should be playing as a human and we're not because we're playing as a cat, eh, that counts as a rule broken. <laughs> yeah, we, we gotta count it. Which I'm guessing is going to be the case here, because they are showing a picture of a disassembled pistol. Like a, a human pistol. Yeah. On page one, actually. Or eight in the PDF. That is a very detailed graph. Also, page two has a grenade. <laughs> uh, I believe that's a flashbang. My bad. I could be entirely wrong, but I've played enough Call of Duty in my ga- in my day, I could... uh make inferences i i'll take your word for it i uh i don't play many realistic shooters understandable anyway so on the same page as the diagram of the flashbang is the character creation section absolutely how do you like that you know i like it just fine putting character creation right at the beginning of a rpg book pretty solid choice if i do say so myself yeah, if you can get away with it, it's pretty baller move. <laughs> Let's uh, get to reading. Creating a character. You belong to a legendary rogue mercenary unit called Fist. You are a soldier of fortune who doesn't fit into mainstream society. You're one of the little guys. <laughs> caught up in the death and destruction <laughs> of pointless proxy wars and oppressive establishments. You may also be someone who can turn into a ghost or... <laughs> Control bees with your mind. The paranormal secrets of the Cold War are your bread and butter, and you fight for your life to make ends meet alongside others like you. Alright? I'm gonna be honest, I forgot about the uh, supernatural stuff in this one. Yeah, I did tell you, we were paranormal mercenaries. I was... I was scrolling through the book, and I was like, really? Paranormal mercenaries? Like, I, I was like, I don't see it. And then you get to page four, and it's like, oh. There's something there. I see. Yeah, this guy with a demon behind him or whatever. Yeah. Also, is that an alien question mark? That guy might be an alien. Hmm. I guess we'll have to keep reading to find out. Yeah. So, the first thing we gotta do is uh, procure a character sheet. Do we have the character sheet? I do have the also, character Also, I think sheet. I said procure wrong. <laughs> but It's alright. They won't notice. Yeah. I do have a character sheet right here. It is one page, and it seems fairly simple. Well, that's always how they get you. Anyway, so, (laughs) found another character sheet are your character's attributes. Forceful, tactical, creative, and reflexive. They're down there in little boxes, black boxes. An attribute represents a character's skill level when approaching a related challenge. A higher number means a higher chance of success when using that attribute. Oh, cool. We have a 2D666 table. Oh, boy. Uh, How does that work? (laughs) You know, we'll go to page 39 to 66 and find out, I guess. Man, this is like a... This is pretty far down there. Yep. Traits index. Here we go. Oh, I see. I was like, I wonder why it starts at 111. Duh. 3D6. Or, uh, 2D666. Yep. Means I should probably get out my dice. Are we going to be rolling, I'm assuming? Yeah, so I'm guessing it's actually, like, I'm guessing the 666 is, like, you roll three six-sided dice, and then those are your numbers, right? Correct. Okay, and then we do that a second time, and those are both our skills. Correct. That is what I am inferring from this book. You guys like the dice sounds coming out of my mic right now, because they are here. I have to shuffle through my little capsules. But I now have three D6. Oh, you don't have just a giant bag of D6s specifically? Uh, no. I do have a giant bag of random dice that I'll make. Oh, I've got a few of those too, but I've got one that's specifically D6s. This is incredible to me. I should probably do that. Um, let's see. Make this one one. This one two. This one three. All right, let's give them a roll then. 
Okay, so we got 531, which means we are scrolling down a little bit. Yeah, this is a few pages in. So we got shield. You can use any shield as a weapon which bashes enemies for 1d6 damage plus the shield's armor bonus. If you throw the shield as a ranged weapon, you can roll plus reflexive to ricochet it back to you. Nice. So we got cat. We got cat ten out of America. God. Yes, we do. I knew a Captain America joke was going to come up <laughs> at some point. I did not expect it to be that soon. And with the pun. Oh, <laughs> uh, does this mean we get the combat shield? I guess. Okay. Which is nice because we haven't even decided on our our stats yet. So yeah. cool. Anyway, now for our second trait. All right, let's roll again. What do the dice have in store for us? Six hundred and thirty-three. Six thirty-three. Tripper, you're a psychedelics enthusiast. We're always on that catnip. <laughs> when you have some time to unwind, you can drop a tab to expand your consciousness and take plus two to your next creative roll. We get. I think instead of an acid tab, we have catnip. Yeah, absolutely. It's catnip. <laughs> All right. So uh, there is our first rule broken. Technically second. Rule one, probably supposed to be human. And rule two, substitu substituted acid for catnip. I just should write these traits down, huh? Yeah, we might need those. It's just called shield. Yeah. Um, okay. So those are our two traits. Now, back up to page eight in the pdf or nine my bad i forgot it's after you take the catnip you get to add the plus two you don't just get a plus two to creative yeah it also tells us to keep the traits index on hand for reference so uh well it is here in the pdf with us so i guess technically we're following that rule fill out your attributes inventory armor hp and war dice all of your attributes start at, e at zero easy enough okay <clears throat> So all of them are currently zero, except for forceful. Which is plus one. Mm -hmm. Fill your inventory with any items your traits gave you. Uh, done. You can always carry as many items as you want, but you can only equip one weapon at a time. Unarmed and non-weapon attacks deal worst of 2d6 damage. Huh. That's a way to do it. All characters start with zero armor. You can only wear one body-sized piece of armor at a time. But there's no limit on accessories. Interesting. Because the combat shield counts as an accessory. But it still gives zero armor. Yeah, that's okay. I guess? Maybe? Ah, eh, we're gonna be throwing it around anyway. Yeah, it doesn't matter. All characters start with 6 max HP. That stands for hit points, and it re represents how much damage you can take. Thank you, Joel. I guess I should have finished that, considering maybe... Maybe somebody's never played a TP TTRPG before, and they're using our video... Or a video game in general. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they're using our podcast to figure out how to make a cat. It could happen. It could happen. Let's see. So, we also start with zero war dice, except I think we get a war die from something. Yeah, I wrote it down. We get plus one war die per mission. So, I've knocked that in the inventory slot. Okay. It might go in the... like. It, I think it goes below armor, doesn't it? It does. There is a spot for it. I'll leave it there to show what's giving us that plus one, just for anybody at home that downloads this and is like, how does this work again? Yeah, makes sense, makes sense. You know, I think this one, this game might be significantly shorter than... Like, the character creation is significantly shorter than This World Summons Too Many Heroes was. Really? Yeah, we are almost done already. Oh, shoot. Should we take this opportunity? I think let's finish this, and then we're just going to go, like, ham on the the backstory. Because we did not... I did not plan this well. I, I was really struggling, like, last minute to find an episode for this week. Like, I was up, like, midnight last night looking up RPGs in my collection that might work. <laughs> That's okay. Should we take this opportunity to go to the mid-roll? You said you wanted to finish this first. Let's get through the character creation steps. Okay. Because we can go in-depth, like real in-depth if we want to, on the character info, backstory, what have you. 
Oh, absolutely. Explain how we became Cat Putin America. Sounds like you're saying Cat Putin. <laughs> um, okay, what, let's see. Yeah, all characters start with zero war dice, and then it tells us, did you already read this? War dice represent grit, spirit, and luck, blah, blah, blah. I did not read that. Sure. All your characters start with zero war dice. War dice represents grit, spirit, and luck. You can spend a war die to add 1d6 whenever anyone rolls the dice, including damage rolls, referee rolls, encounters, or whatever. War dice are consumable. When you use a war die, it's gone. Huh. Of course, we get one permission guaranteed because of our... Our catnip. That's interesting. I guess maybe that ability is OP. Getting an extra war dice. Maybe. Now we have to choose a roll from the rolls index by rolling a d66 on page 67, a.k.a. page 74. Hold on. We missed one. Oh, my bad. Right under war dice, it says, Take, one, a standard issue item. Two, one d6 max HP, or three, plus one d6 war dice. So we can decide to either one, roll from more max HP, I guess, take an extra war dice, or... Get a standard issue item, which I'm assuming they have a slot for. Yeah, there's a, uh, right next to, uh, on page two, in the black box, there's a thing talking about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right below the picture of the flashbang. Let's see, what do we have for our standard issue items? Balaclava hides identity. Okay. Flashlight can be used as a weapon attachment. A knife. For a shield, yes. Oh, yes. Um, a knife, 1d6 damage, MRE field rations, plus 1d6 HP unused. One use, sorry. A pistol or a riot shield, plus one armor equipped as a weapon. So we can have, we can have the, uh, dual shield build if I, we really want to. I would actually love that, though. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I think, okay, if we want to go with a standard issue item, I feel like we have to let fate decide. Oh yeah. Well, I guess it is roll 1d6 or choose. We'll, uh, I'm hoping for six, but I think any one of these could be interesting. Yeah. All right, here we go. Rolling them bones. I rolled it, I rolled it on the floor. <laughs> what did it end up on, though? It is one. So a balaclava. I think that's... All right. Am I pronouncing so... <laughs> that right? Hold on. I think so. Balaclava. Ah, uh, balaclava. Balaclava. <laughs> so, yeah. I was actually kind of curious about this one, because I think there's something fun we could do here, where, since it's hiding our identity, we could have a cat who is probably tr maybe trying to pass itself as not a cat. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> How would we pass ourselves off as not a cat? I don't know, but... We do. <laughs> we try. <laughs> I'm just a little guy. I'm just, I'm walking here, man. We'll get to that after the mid yeah. <laughs> Anyway, step four. Choose a roll from the rolls index or roll D66. Now we go to page 67. Now. AKA 74 in the PDF. All right. Are we going to let fate decide this one as well? Yeah. Man, I haven't rolled on a D66 table since made. That's true. All right, let's see what we get. 51. Cool, near the end of the list. Provider. Describe the person or entity that cannot survive without you and your work. Advance if you found something that would make them deeply happy and brought it to the end of the mission. Huh. Was there something I missed back on... Okay, your role is something your character always wants to do, and doing it lets them advance. Oh. So, uh, we have to, I guess... In the second half, we'll have to come up with a guy that our cat wants to please. Interesting. You know, that just adds another layer. Yeah. We gotta hide that we're a cat, and we got someone we gotta take care of. <laughs> we got another Sergei, a.k.a. Meow situation going on here. In and funny enough, step five is choose a code name. Pick a code name for yourself that fits who you are and what you do. Also pick a real name, but don't tell it to anyone. Not even the referee until the perfect dramatic opportunity occurs. I feel like the regular name, if we're, if we're really going with the, like, we are trying to hide the fact that we're a cat, like, doing a whole, like, Octodad situation or, or whatever, Octocat, or 
cat dat. You know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, 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 I got you. I feel like the name has to be something that would just immediately make it clear to anyone who wasn't already suspicious that you are just straight up a cat. Like, I don't know, mittens. I was literally <laughs> about to say mittens. <laughs> that is the most <laughs> cat name. <laughs> Do we want to go codename mittens? No, that's the real name. That's the real name? Gotcha. Yeah. I don't know if there's a spot for that on the sheet. I'll put it here. Yeah, we we gotta we gotta come up with a rich backstory for this guy in the in the second half. But now we need the code name, which I don't think we can do. Captain America, but <laughs> maybe not. What about Agent Seven Seven Seven? Agent Seven Seven Seven. Yeah, you know, like the jackpot number. Sounds pretty cool. Is there a reason behind that, or is it just because it's cool? Because it's it's the jackpot number, and it's a cat, and it's lucky. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So it could be Agent Agent Seven Seven Seven, aka Jack Jackpot, or something. Yeah, Jackpot. Jackpot rolls off the tongue better. Yeah, we'll do it as an aka. And then we gotta decide Jackpot's pronouns. Hmm. Trying to decide. Thinking he him. All right. Let's. Yeah. I feel like that's very in theme. <laughs> in theme with what? Sorry. I just, like, I don't know, like, anything about this guy yet other than it's got someone he wants to please, he wants to hide the fact that he's a cat, and can throw shield. Yeah, there's not there's not much to go on just yet. But based on those three things, I definitely get, like, the vibes that this is a guy. Yeah, <laughs> just some guy. Or so he wants you to think. <laughs> yeah, his pronouns are he, him. All right, now, let's... <laughs> Let's mid-roll, and then we'll come back, and we will... This is still probably going to be a pretty short episode, but we'll, we'll come back, and we'll fill out that backstory, get you some some stuff to actually go on, some juicy things to never reveal to the rest of the party until you die. Yeah. We'll see you all in a second. Welcome everybody to our house, which we are keeping for house housekeeping. The fun thing that every podcast does, where we tell you all about what's going on with us and the show and all that fun stuff. Yeah, all that fun stuff. I, I think the format that we've done the past few times has been we start with the show's actual like stuff, right? Yes. So, <clears throat> sorry guys, I'm not in my uh, podcasting vibes right now. Let me get back into this. <clears throat> <laughs> you can find Literal Cat Pod on the internet if you look up Literal Cat Pod on Twitter, which is what it's still called, Tumblr, YouTube. Where else are we? We are on Pillowfort, if that's still a thing that we're, that is in the works. I mean, the Pillow Fort page does exist. It does. That is a thing I can say about it. Now, how that works is if you have a pillowfort.social account, you will go to the, the thing that like lets you search for communities and type in literal cat pod, and that will hopefully filter the results so that you find the literal cat pod community on Pillow Fort. As of right now, no one's joined that, which is fine. It looks like... Tumblr is remaining the primary blog platform for the moment, so, I mean, that's probably going to be that way for eternity. At this point, there's probably more users on co-host. Probably. I should get back on, on the co-host wagon, but I, I haven't yet, so. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, I guess Literal Cat Pod also on co-host, technically. You can also email at Literal Cat Pod, or no, that's that's the Twitter handle. It's literalcatpod at gmail.com there we go that's the right one nice yeah you can send us your cat pics cat creation suggestions game suggestions um if you are on a podcast and would like to collab you can email us there most importantly i think i already said this but i'll say it again because it is the most important send us cat pics mm-hmm 
just just any cat pics you got. Yeah, speaking of cat pics, uh, Quinn and Alex Schultz have sent us more cat pics. This time it's their cats in Halloween costumes. Absolutely. See, that's that's good. That's that's the energy we need from everybody else. And listen, I know, I know for a fact, my my cat owners out there, my cat moms, dads, and gender unspecified parents, I know you're taking pictures of your cat. Everybody, everybody that has a cat does it. There's about thirty thousand pictures of any of your cat on your phone. I I guarantee it. Yeah, let us see one. Yeah, just send a couple our way. Uh, just just for the record, everyone, uh, the cats' names are Cami and Tiberius. Cami is dressed as Simba, and Tiberius is a pizza. Joel, I'm gonna need you to DM me those pictures. Yeah, yeah, one sec, one sec. <laughs> Copy, paste, and then... While, while Joel's doing that, I'll tell you, we have a Dropbox that you can go to to find all of our cats. Joel uploads the, the PDFs for the character sheets there, and that is... I think that can be found on our link page, right? Yeah, that is on our start page, which is... Start page, that's which is literalcatpod.start.page. But if you don't want to go all that way and want to cut out the middleman, the link is bit.ly slash literalcatpod, all lowercase. One minute. Someone might finally be letting us onto Blue Sky. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that, that's a conversation for another time. We'll, uh, we'll worry about that later. As of this episode, actually, if this works out, we might be. But as of the recording of this... We're not. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway. Anyway. Uh, what else do we got? I skipped over. Uh, don't forget to rate and review us on the podcasting app of your choice, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, other ones that I definitely know the name of but can't think of right now. Um, it, you know, uh, drop a like on the YouTube videos if you're a YouTube listener. Yeah. Every every little bit helps. Every bit does help. Also, one uh, final note about the show is we have a Patreon. Now, you may be thinking, why didn't they mention that with the Literal Cat Pod stuff? Because surely it's patreon.com slash literal cat pod, right? You would be wrong. Austin and I are actually working on other projects that we want to put under some umbrella, some behind-the-scenes collaborations that may or may not come to... Th- come to fruition at some point uh and we have made a sort of organization called badger trove where we are going to publish any of that stuff that actually gets finished yeah so be on the lookout there there's i think what five different tier rewards that we have starting at two dollars a month yeah starting at two dollars correct but yeah you'll get access to a lot of stuff for literal cat pod and you'll be the some of the first people to see our uh, upcoming projects. Right. I think that's finally everything about the show. Austin, you want to talk about yourself for a minute? Uh, sure, I can. You can follow me on Twitter, Tumblr, or TikTok even at Avalon Alchemist. That's A-V-A-L-O-N. A-L-C-H-E-M-I-S-T. Because I found... Some people don't know how to spell Avalon. (laughs) But you can find me there. You can also find me uh, under the same username on Twitch, where I do uh, quite a bit of streaming. I've been playing different games. I have still been going through Fallout. I'm about... Fallout New Vegas, specifically. I'm about to finish that. Uh, And then this month, uh, October, when you are listening to this, I am going to be starting the Resident Evil games. I have a lot of them from an older Humble Bundle, and I decided October would be the best time to start them. So, no specifications on like when or which ones, but I'm gonna try to stream a Resident Evil game at least once or twice a week for the entire month of October. Uh, and hopefully I'll get through a good portion of them. But I'm bad at puzzles and even worse with horror games. So 
We'll see how it goes. We can hope for the best. We can hope for the best. Will we get the best? Who knows? But that's all I've got. Joel, what about you? What have you been up to, homie? I guess not much recently. Although, literally today, the day we're recording this. Mm -hmm. So a few days ago, a friend of mine told me a game idea he had. And, like, I sat down and worked out a control system with him. And today I actually tried making it in Unreal Engine. And I I think it's going to work. So, so <laughs> I may be working on a Kirby-inspired 2D puzzle platformer where you play as a rubber duck. Oh, that sounds like fun. Maybe. We'll see. I gotta, I gotta work everything out on that, obviously. But uh, it, if it does, then maybe, I don't know. I'm not gonna spend a huge amount of, of time on it. So, I, I told, I told the guy that like, hey, I might be able to do this. It's probably gonna be five levels, and we're going to have at best three Kirby powers. But, <laughs> but hey, if it gets, if it gets done, then, again, I think that it's gonna be a, a decent project to work on. So. If you're working on it, I'm sure it'll be glamorous. I mean, I wouldn't say glamorous, but we'll we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> right now, I'm doing it all in Unreal Engine Blueprint, but I do at some point need to learn Godot, and this, since it's a 2D game, might be the the time. That's an issue for for future Joel to deal with after he gets after he gets this prototype out. I am contemplating live streaming progress on it as a way to keep myself honest, focused, whatever. Understandable. Because I do now have internet that will actually allow me to stream in 720p. Let's go. That's a huge upgrade. Yeah. That's also issue for future Joel to worry about. I, although, it is totally possible that I will have made up my mind, my mind by the time this episode comes out. And just in case that happens... My Twitch.tv is, like all my other social media, Denalo Lioge. You do not know how to spell that. Don't worry about it. Just go to jholland.start.page. You'll find all of my links. Like, all of them. Including my broken website that I have not managed to fix yet. <laughs> so yeah, I think, I think that's it. That's, that's everything for us. Okay, well, if we don't have anything else, then... I hope you all enjoy the rest of the episode we are doing right now. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember the name. <laughs> it, it's the Fist episode. Ah, Fist. Also, we might actually have an ad. I'm going to go ask the guests that we just finished recording an episode with, with if they'll send us one for their podcast. <laughs> ah, great. Hell yeah. All right. Well, if we do have that, then you'll be listening to it right about meow. Grab some popcorn and find your seats. Monster of the Week Actual Play Podcast $2 Creature Feature returns for Season 2 on February 22nd. This season, we'll see a whole new crew of hunters confronting the mysteries at the heart of the town of Jupiter Hollow. I'm Megan Murphy. I'm playing Zelda Wardwell, the Flake. Oh, wait, I'm supposed to protect people, too. That's like what heroes do. I'm Nyelder, playing Eric Ashrin, the Crooked. Let's just say I don't ask questions that involve textbooks. I ask questions that involve cash. I'm Laura McMillan, and I'm playing Tammy Jo Marple, your home town home finder i'm here to make deals with the good people of jupiter hollow but i already made a deal of my own tammy joe is the monstrous and i'm mr ray i play everything that tries to kill these people and if you enjoyed our first season you ain't seen nothing yet new episodes every other tuesday wherever podcasts are found let's all go to the lobby let's all go to the lobby Let's all go to the lobby to get So, hope you had a good mid-roll. Wowie, what a good one, huh? That was way better yeah. than last week, surely. <laughs> or last episode. Nothing could be worse than last episodes. <laughs> <laughs> so much editing out things. Y'all remember how awkward that one was? It was worse before I edited it down. It wasn't, it wasn't great. Joel, we can always go back and re-record it. Don't tell them that. <laughs> Where were we before we spent the last uh, 5 to 20 minutes talking about announcements and stuff? 
Um, we had just chose a code name and our pronouns, and I think we're ready to build a backstory for Agent Seven Seven Seven, aka Jackpot. So let's see. What do we? What are are the things that we've established that we know about this cat again? First off, it can throw a shield, right? Correct. Secondly, he loves catnip. Yep. Possibly a catnip addict. Third thing we know about this cat has a bu- uh, balaclava, balaclava. I've already forgotten how to say it. Balaclava. 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 Thank you. Has a balaclava because it wants to hide its identity. Doesn't want anyone to know it's a cat. And then what was our role again? It was provider. provider. So let's start. Let's start here because this this is a probably a pretty good point to begin. We have to describe the person or entity that cannot survive without Jackpot's work. Like, if Jackpot died tomorrow, this person would probably also die. Gotcha, gotcha. Now, what person would rely on... Cat doesn't want to be known as a cat. I mean, it doesn't have to be... It can be an entity of some type as well. Oh, true. I forgot. This is We can get into this paranormal stuff here. Yeah. There could be some, like, werecat out there that is maybe not a werecat. That would be... Nah, I feel like the werecat would be be a better player character. Even if it's literally just, like, regular grown adult man, uh, full moon comes along, turns into silly little guy. (laughs) Like, it's not even, like, a man-sized cat. It's he literally shrinks down to cat. Oh, my God. Uh, I don't know about that one. Doesn't though. that I... go against our rules? Didn't we say no people turned into cats? Yeah, we will never do that. Absolutely <laughs> not. We cannot play as people turned into cats. Gotcha. Cats turned into people, however. That's a different story. We had that one magical girl transformation. We did. I was forgetting about that. So, what kind of person or entity would Jackpot need to protect? I love the idea of having, like, the ghost of a ladybug that that somehow (laughs) i don't know it's like the first thing that came to mind for some reason but just because i'm trying to think of something that's like smaller than a cat that could be provided for by a cat and i thought of a ladybug because i saw a ladybug yesterday and i was like what if this is a ghost of a ladybug and it's, I, I, I don't know. I, I figured we could, we could work off that. But the more I say it, the more it sounds like maybe not. You know what? Let's run with it. <laughs> so what is the cat's relationship to this ladybug? How is it that, like, obviously the ladybug is already dead and haunting the cat. Yes. But does that mean, like, so... Could it be that, like, the cat accidentally killed the ladybug or something over the course of a mission, and now the ladybug is haunting him, tied to his life force? I, see, I was kind of thinking that. So, like, if the cat died, then the ladybug would also, its life force would also be finally extinguished. See, I like that. Okay. So it's maybe not, like, a totally friendly bond, but also... If we find things that would make the ladybug ghost deeply happy and we bring it to them, because that that's the, uh, the, so what does our, what makes our ladybug friend deeply happy? It's mm, a good question. I, I have no idea. I want to, I want to get this down before Google. we move too far away. Um, so Mins is haunted by the ghost of a ladybug. Uh, this ladybug is... Tied to his life force. Um, he accidentally. Apparently, ladybugs like raisins. But I think I think he lives in a like a state of regret about this ladybug. You know, this ladybug was a casualty. Yeah. So. Casualty of war. Yeah, and he feels like he has to make it up. Yeah, I think raisins looks like maybe a thing. Okay. Like, if we can bring the ghost of a ladybug some raisins, if we can find a way to get some raisins out on this out on this battlefield as not actually a person, a cat. Gotcha. So you got some uh, miraculous results there when you Googled ladybugs. I, yeah, I sure did. 
Wait, ladybug evolution. <gasps> Bro, are we gonna get a ladybug? Or, wait, ladybee? How do you. <laughs> I fucked it up. Are you talking about Ledian? Ledian, or... yeah. That's what I was thinking of. What are, you, what are you looking for? I don't know. Stuff ladybugs like. Oh. Okay, this thing said defense and then distribution and status, and I really, <laughs> really thought I was not looking at Wikipedia. I was like, am I in... <laughs> I was like, am I in some other RPG? Did I, did I mess up? <laughs> no, it's just Wikipedia wants you to be armed with the knowledge on how to fight a ladybug. Exactly. Also, Joel, this fits... Agent 777, a.k.a. Jackpot, is lucky. Guess what ladybugs are in in culture? A symbol of luck. A symbol of luck. I literally was not even thinking about that. Yeah, me neither. But yeah, I think uh, it could be a good thing that if, like... It's like ladybugs like raisins, right? Yes. So if, if you leave an offering of raisins at the grave of your ghost ladybug companion... That makes it happy. Nice. Would there be anything else that they like, though? I don't know. We're we're not looking at just the... We're looking at the thing that makes ladybugs deeply happy. At least our friend, the ladybug. Mm -hmm. Also, are we going to name this ladybug ghost? We could name it ghost. No. You meant, are we going to name the ladybug? Sorry. (laughs) There was not a comma there. I heard a comma. (laughs) What should this ladybug ghost be named i am googling something okay take your time name it christina christina what's the reason for christina uh you know uh i i don't know that's why i <laughs> oh it's a uh, it's the uh, the name of a, of a specific voice actor there's no there's no special significance to the name Are of this voice actor it's just you i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> whoa that's crazy all right, yeah, no significance there at all, I see. <laughs> Just Googled it, returned zero results. <laughs> yeah, but Christina V doesn't do anything special related to ladybugs. No, never. So, we're haunted by Christina, the ladybug. Yeah. We bring her offerings of raisins. Yep. Yes, hold on, let me go back and read the provider. Okay, 67 or 74. Four, I want to say in the PDF. Fifty-one provider. Like I, I like I said, I kind of think that 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 Christina the ladybug's uh, life force mm-hmm. may now be tied to our cats. Makes sense. Makes sense. So like if uh, if Jackpot dies, the ladybug dies. All right. <clears throat> so we've got we've got that information out of the way. Why are we pretending to not be a cat? This is a good question. And it's a question that I've been thinking about for a long time. Yeah. Practically, ever since we introduced the idea, one might say. One might say that. <laughs> I still don't have an answer. I don't either. You know, I thought within that pause, I would really, you know, have something come to me. Um, and it just wasn't there. And now I'm totally not using me speaking as a way to stall for time while I continue to run the gears into the ground in the back of my brain. And that's why I think Jackpot doesn't want to be seen as a cat because he doesn't like he doesn't like the little guy jokes, you know? He he's not he's not some funky little guy. He's not some cute little critter. He is a weapon of war made in the state of this world rugged and joyless in this hard life. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> the best I got is he doesn't like being known as being a cat because he thinks people would think less of him. Ah, uh, gotcha. Yeah. Or perhaps he knows for a fact people would think less of him because they have in the past. That that adds the layer to the backstory. Because, like, yeah. who, who was it in the past? Who indeed. We've established a lot about our backstory at this point, I think. I'm not even sure we need to explain how we got hooked on catnip. No. It's just a factor of this cruel, cruel world. <laughs> yeah. Although, we might we might go into a little bit more about the school of training that led to a cat being a shield-throwing m- martial artist? Question mark? Hmm. Jackpot practices a lo- 
a rare martial art called shield foo. Okay. He can't do it nearly as well as any human can. Luckily for him, there's no humans left alive that know how to do it to compare to. Incredible. That that adds a lot of mystery. What happened to the, to the martial art of shield foo? Why is there only one living practitioner left? Why is it a cat? That's for you, the player, to figure out. So, he, he got trained in the martial art of shield foo. Correct. But do we know who trained him? Does it matter? I don't. They're not here anymore. I don't think it does. I think they're long. I think they're out of the picture. I don't even know if we can say for certain that the training was complete. Which is why he's not that good at it. He never became a master. But now, being the only one, he is. He is the master by default. I'm sure you just heard that on the recording. My cat just fucking barreled into my room. What's up, Genji? Is he still there? He is here. Genji, say hello to the people. Cool. He's just staring at my keyboard because it's got all these lights in it. Yeah, that that sounds about right. So, is there anything else we want to establish about Jackpot? According to the character slots that I have left in this info tab, I think we're good. <laughs> okay. Do we have a portrait for this? Currently, no. I guess we should describe what type of cat, huh? Yeah, like I'm, I'm sure this. Uh, oh, there's not actually a text box over portrait, so no, there's not. But let's, yeah, let's paint a word picture for our audience about the type of cat this is. Okay. We need something that can be easily concealed in the shadows beneath a uh, balaclava, right? Yeah. So probably a black cat. Okay. What What are some like sleek cats? Sleek haired. We got black American short hairs. They've got kind of short and sleek fur. Okay. We got British short hairs who are basically the same except rounder heads. Okay. I think we can go I with feel the... like we've already done a Bombay, but it would do the job. Could. They're known for their sleek black coats. But some say resembles patent leather, according to this one website I'm on. Weird. Yeah, I think we could do an a Here, I will link you this website. Literally the first one. And the first thing they say about it is that it its coat resembles black leather, or patent leather. Huh. <laughs> Wild enough. But yeah, a Bombay sounds like exactly the type of cat that you are looking for. Absolutely. With the the uh, the fur that uh, is so sleek, it kind of resembles leather. <laughs> yeah. That wasn't part of my reasoning, but sure. I mean, I know your reasoning. You want, like, a thin, agile-looking cat. Yeah, like a spec ops cat. Yeah. <laughs> Real, uh, real Spec Ops vibes over here with our, uh, ninja hood or whatever. I don't actually know what a balaclava is from. That conceals our face. Only our eyes shine through. And we have a little throwing shield. I'm sorry, did you Google balaclava for cats? I did, it was recommended. I typed in balaclava and it was recommended that I type in balaclava for cats. So I was like, huh, do they have these? They don't really. <laughs> So it it looks like it's basically just like a type of ski mask. Yeah. I think most balaclavas only show the eyes, though. Yeah, that's fine. That's all we need. Yeah, some ski masks just, they have, like, nose and mouth holes. Right. Maybe we're wearing, uh, we're wearing one of these. Great thing to do for an uh, a audio medium is, uh, just send pictures over Discord. Yeah. So for those over... <laughs> For those on audio, it is a sweatshirt hood with cat ears on it, and then a face mask with a cat nose and mouth and whiskers. Definitely not revealing to our... But it's got that hood that can kind of go down over the over the face a little bit. Yeah, true, true, true. And if, if the cat ears look like they're supposed to be part of the hood, then no one's going to question why they look so real, right? Yeah. Yeah, because you just cut those out and put your real ears in there, and nobody would know the difference. Yeah, completely unrecognizable as actual cat ears. Also, if the, like even the smallest size that they have for this, I am betting would be big enough to hold an entire cat's body. Oh, so. absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, we got we got our cat a balaclava <laughs> that has feline attributes to it to 
distract from our actual feline attributes. <laughs> yeah. What could go wrong? Nothing. Because our cat is lucky. Exactly. Nobody's going to notice. They'll never know. How would they know? They wouldn't. That's That's the beautiful part. How would they know? I think we've established everything we need to. I think so. Yeah. So y'all at home can just go download this one. This is ep- this episode did end up being an hour. I think that's because of all the time we wasted at the beginning. It will be less than an hour when it's cut down, but that's fine. Yeah. It probably will be back up above an hour when we add in the mid-roll. That's true. Didn't think about that for a second. I always have to think about that. Although, the, the last episode, we like we planned the mid-roll perfectly in our original recording. It was almost exactly at the halfway point. If you listen to that episode, you will know that it went in, in probably the last third of the episode. That will almost certainly be the case here. Mm. But that's okay. That's okay. We can... We'll get better at timing, we swear. I'll get better at picking games that actually fill out the time, too. Ah, that's alright. So that we don't have to spend the entire second half doing filler. Hey, sometimes filler can be good. I I think this is a very interesting idea. Yeah, although this is basically the beach episode of second halves of the show. <laughs> Everybody's gotta have a beach episode at some point, Joel. I mean, we will have a real beach episode whenever we get a game that takes place on a beach, but... <laughs> absolutely if you know any games that take place on a beach hit us up i know one that's in development (laughs) oh you do (laughs) yeah there's a game called wet runner kind of a parody of net runner it's about fish heists that actually sounds perfect wait fish heists (laughs) (laughs) yeah all right well i guess be on the lookout for that in the future because it's by the same people who did Hardwired Island, the uh, the game that has an official expansion that lets you just straight up play as a cat inspired by Stray. <laughs> we have to do Hardwired Island at some point. Absolutely. Anyway. <laughs> well, if that's it for creation, how many rules did we break, Joel? We broke two. That's pretty good. One of them is debatable, because I don't think we're necessarily required to play as a human, but humanoid is at least implied. Yeah. Like, there's one character here who, if you read their description, is like, they've got they've got pre-gen characters here to show you how it's done, and one of them is just straight up an alien. You read their description, it says, Whipclash claims to be on their second excursion to Earth, with their first beginning roughly around the year zero. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway... That's that's Fist, guys. We we made a cat in Fist and gave it a backstory that's probably too elaborate for a character that's going to die on its first mission. Don't say that. I have more faith in Agent 777 than that. You all at home should have more faith in Agent 77 than I do. <laughs> He's just as good as the other agents, we swear. He's, he might be better. He's the only one that knows she'll Might too. be. Yeah. As long as he never has to come toe-to-toe with the real Captain America. Don't worry, that crossover will never happen. Absolutely not. (laughs) We've already done the officially licensed Marvel RPG. We sure did. That ship has sailed. Off into the distance. So anyway, Austin, you got a cat pun for us? I do. Deep, deep down in my mind. Somewhere that I'm fishing for right now. He's doing it again. He's talking to Stahl. I would never talk to Stahl. And, you know, you you know that about me. They all know that about me. But what you should know is... Fuck. I I never know if I should just tell a joke here or if I should do, like, helpful... You know, I I, I can just throw a pun into, like, some helpful life advice. I mean, it's up to you. I think either way it works. All right. Remember, if you have one... Sorry. Remember, if there's only one bad thing about your day, don't let it turn into a catastrophe. Just uh, absorb it and move on. Take that combat shield. Yeah. Throw it back at your problems. Yeah, jackpot. <laughs>